Welcome back to the Punks Under Pressure podcast, episode 7, and 7 is my lucky number because I love a good 7-inch. I am yeah. your host, Jimmy. I shortened it up this week, and on the other side of me, not really, but virtually, I am BA. And welcome back. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back, welcome back. Welcome. I can't believe y'all still listen to this shit. I know, right? Because, I, <laughs> but we thank y'all for listening because, y'all, because we don't want to feel like we're doing this in vain. And I thank everyone and thank for all the love that we've been receiving. It's been so much love from everybody, even people that I don't even think listen to podcasts. So it's been amazing. And with that said, y'all make sure y'all check us out on social media at Punks Pod. And the hashtag is uh, podpunks whenever you're tweeting about the show. And also, make sure you rate on your favorite podcast platform, specifically Apple. Or I will say iTunes, but they recently just realized, I, they just recently changed said It's no longer iTunes. So whatever you, it's called now, rate us, comment. Yes, subscribe. Subscribe. We're not yeah. selling you shit yet, so... <laughs> Most subscribe, uh, comment, 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 comment. And we do interact with y'all as much as we can. Talk to us. Right. With that being said, how was your week? My week was pretty dull for the most part. I sat in the house. Um, I watched a couple of things on Netflix. Um, I watched, rewatched She's Gotta Have It a little bit, which, um, We'll eventually talk about it in probably future episodes. Or who knows, it might be in what the show is about. Hell, we could probably plug that shit in every every um episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> um I also watched Kiki, which is like the new age, the new version of Paris is Burning for the twentieth the twenty first century, which is pretty really? good. It's yeah. on Netflix? It's on um Hulu. Hulu, okay. It's um, a it's a movie or it's like a series a series or something. No, it's like a doc- documentary. So you remember the first? The, you remember the the original Paris is Burning, right? Mm-hmm. Documentary. So this one takes place maybe twenty thirty years after the fact with the um couple of the new the new kids and they show um some of the girls before they went transition into trans before they transitioned into trans and talking about um the stories that's so surprising to me that parallel from where Paris is burning where far as like homelessness and being rejected by the family which still goes on today um it was pretty good uh then I watched which is so which now in hindsight the movie is actually trash but I watched it and it used to be one of my favorite movies as a kid what's that Flashdance I haven't seen that I've seen parts of it but I haven't like sat through it so I, I know y'all asking why is that was my favorite movie as a kid and why I was in the cartoon because of the fact my family my parents allowed me to watch crazy stuff like Flashdance and then realized that the girl was 18 the whole damn time and I had so many questions but I do remember as a kid in my under rules doing the dance the water dance and throwing water on me like I was some kind of video vixen and my yeah. now my mom wonder why I'm gay. It's because of you, mom, because we watched Flashdance and I was on a manhunt and a man. Is that why? Is yeah. that why? But yeah. I, I, I can't talk. My favorite as a kid, I used to love Boomerang and Low Down Under the Shame. Like I, I used to watch those movies faithfully. And like, the I know. <laughs> you know the crazy thing about it is because my roommates talk about this all the time. Uh, <laughs> I never really, I rarely watched cartoons as a kid. Like far as movies, like all the movies that I have seen as kid, as a child. Like school days, she's gotta have it. Hollywood Listen. shuffle. You know what's so pity. when it comes to cartoons, when I was younger, I used to like the cartoons that could be like realistic. I didn't like the fantasy shit. Even though I did have an imagination, I didn't like I didn't care for like all that fantasy shit. Like what was your favorite cartoon? Um movie, The Jungle Book. Oh wow. My favorite Disney movie is The Jungle Book. Yeah, I think my favorite cartoon movie, as I remember, I would because I I can't say The Lion King because I actually watched that when I was twenty. Um, mm. 
my think my favorite cartoon movie may have been probably G- one of the G.I. Joe movies. Oh no, because she- I thought I was because I thought I was um Cobra Commander and Sword and Slaughter. <laughs> and let's be real, okay? So I thought I was the Baroness. So <laughs> I thought I was I tried to be the Baroness. But I think because I really didn't watch that many cartoons. I don't remember. I don't recall what actual movie cartoon that I did see. I used to watch them when I went over other uh, people' house. Uh, but I used to wake up on Saturday morning. I did used to like the Ninja Turtles. Like, um, wh- which one is that? Ninja Turtles three, the Secret of the Ooze, whatever that is. That's like one of my favorite. <laughs> that's one of my favorite movies. That's one of my favorite movies. I think it's number two. Somebody gonna correct me. I know, but it's uh, yeah. That was like my favorite, uh, still one of my favorite movies. But I used to get up in the morning and watch that. And I used to watch Five Heartbeats. <laughs> <laughs> like, I used to, lo- man, I used to get up in the morning on that VHS and be popping Five Heartbeats in. When I when I look back, that's a mess. I it should not was. have been watching it every Saturday morning. And it's just crazy. It's like, um, between that, because I remember watching, um, the cartoons, like with my cousins and stuff. I remember the MC Hammer cartoon and the, the MC Play. Hammer cartoon. Yeah, like back in like used to come on TV. It was like MC Hammer and Kid and Play had cartoons. Really? I know. I'm I'm Asian myself, and I know used to come on after Alvin Alvin and the Chipmunks and the Gummy Bears. Mm. But far as like cartoon movies, the only one I remember is All Dogs Go to Heaven. <laughs> I'm sure like people who like really into cartoons and shit are like wearing us out right now. I know. <laughs> and who would have thought us watching fast ass movies and kids has is the reason why we had this podcast. <laughs> so what's been going on? So how was your week? My week was uh cool. Went to work. Um when did my schooling and, and um same shit every week. What I do this past weekend, um nothing. I went out Sunday um evening. I know so, what I meant to ask you. I'm sorry to off. What's that? Did you um go to any of the events that happened this weekend in um Dallas? What you mean events that happened this weekend? Oh, okay, never mind. So um apparently it was like a big weekend in Dallas according to um Juneteenth? No, I know, I know that's next coming up. Yeah, right? that's coming up. It was another big weekend that I saw on Instagram that it was advertising, but I can't think of what it is. It was a big weekend or just one event? Probably like a, one event, but it seemed like it was huge. Oh well. Was it a set? No, it wasn't a set. It, oh, I, I'm trash. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't a set. No. It was just some kind of event, but I know you are you so with that said, <laughs> are you doing anything during the Juneteenth? I'm probably gonna do like my uh just regular spots. I probably um I'm definitely gonna go out Sunday. Um Yeah. I'm gonna get that house next weekend. See, I'm not gonna go to like the pool party and all that stuff. So because I realized that Juneteenth is huge in Dallas. Yeah, and or then in general, right? And like I said, then I'll be doing stuff with my family that weekend too. So, cause they'll be doing shit, and cause yeah, it's it's, it's a big deal here. Right, it's right. our, it's our Fourth of July. <laughs> so y'all have so y'all have Juneteenth, then two weeks later it's Fourth of July. Basically. Oh wow, just be partying up. I'm a, I can't wait. I'm a elf. Elf. It's an elf. If I move to Texas, I cannot wait to experience Juneteenth because we do it here in in Georgia, but it's not as extravagant. Because mm-hmm. I know my little my little my little um suburb suburb they have the Juneteenth weekend in the um in the park in the actual the one of the big parks. That should be fun. They have parades here and everything. Thing, yeah. And matter of fact, they have a huge ass um. Billboard saying this weekend in three weeks, Juneteenth celebration is free. Come out, we having mm. a gospel fest. So I might, if I might 
do that. I might check that out. You like gospel fans? No. No tomorrow. Um, I'm finna read you, Miss Caldwell. Child, I, the the devil just clinched up. <laughs> 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 Girl, don't be ashamed. The heathen just popped out like, ooh, you talking about gospel. We need to change that subject real quick. So, with that said, um, <laughs> as, as y'all may know, I may not know the audience, this month is actually um, Gay Pride Month, which is, celebrates 50 years of gay liberation at the Stonewall Inn in um, New York City. However, apparently, the shit has already started because of some shit on social media that we're going to talk about that has to do with gay pride and all that stuff. So, starting off, if there's a club in Chicago, a gay club of all places, that decided that, that it was going to ban all rap music, all urban music, including certain songs from Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Because they wanted a positive uplifting environment and no and rap is not that so they basically want more taylor swift and halsey and less city girls played at this club the club is called the progress bar which is located in, in um boys town which is in chicago and many of the patrons i.e the black patrons and i didn't not just the black patrons many of the patrons feel like it was basically saying we don't want no colors allowed, but we can't say that because we don't want to get sued. So we just say, hey, we, hey, so you can't play the Migos in here. But what you know you can play, play that house version of Post Malone. Girl, I would, that sounds tragic. So what's, what's your thoughts? I'm sorry, I'm even laugh. So what's your thoughts on that? Because I know that it's not just this club, but I noticed it more that there's a lot of gay clubs, especially particular majority white clubs, are having quote-unquote listen, listen, I was going to say that because uh, the club, some a lot of the clubs here on the Strip in Dallas, they've been stopped playing uh, urban music, if they, whatever they want to call it. Um, black music, shit. Let's just say it. They been stop playing black music, and that's why like I don't go to those places because I don't want to hear that or I don't want to be. Last time I went to JRs, um, here in Dallas, the black folks be like upstairs, mm-hmm. and there was even there was no music playing upstairs at all. That's crazy. Like, there's bars up there, there's people up there, there's no music playing up there, and they have two separate sound systems. What is so funny to me is, like, even in Atlanta, it's like two clubs here that one end up basically closing or getting new ownership after a, um email came out that he didn't want no monkeys oh. in the bar, and which included have some of his drag, the drag queens, black and white, quit. And then there's another bar that basically said they didn't want any sagging pants, any G-Unit outfits. What kills me is that every time they get those lists, they always, like, list shit from, like, a fucking Nelly video in fucking 2002. That's why I don't get that. Like, ain't nobody wearing that shit. Unless you go to Bulldogs. But that's a whole other story. But, um... Bulldogs, they end up wearing True Religion and them uh, G-Unit tanks. Camisols. I call them Camisols. I don't give a. <laughs> 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 things so fucking ugly. Throw them things away, y'all. I oh lord, I am not even go there. But it's what is so odd to me about this whole situation is that white gays and not all of them, but in general, or I'm not going to say that either. Some white gays have made it known that they have this black, this sassy black woman in them. Or they love our culture, but they don't love us. And what's so sad is the fact that we're talking about, oh, we want love and inclusion as a community, as a gay LGBTQ community. But then it's like, oh, by the way, we don't we don't want to play y'all music to make y'all feel included. And it's kind of it's sad. And like I said, I don't really go out as much, but it's still sad that a club is 
feel like they they're doing this, especially with so many black gay clubs are closing. And like, where do the kids go? So they asked. So the club actually issued apology. Said that's not what it meant. Um, everyone is welcome. You know, because after the backlash, no one wants to be. They don't want the responsibility of the black the the well backlash the backlash of that. Right. Of course, they that's that's like they know what they're doing. They really could have just stopped playing it and didn't have to make an announcement. To be honest with you, that's why all the other clubs did. Mm-mm-mm. Just this to listen, child, y'all. That's why I go to places that I feel like I'm welcome to, even though they may not be the most popular places. But that's where I go if I decide that I do want to go somewhere. Mm-mm-mm. So, hey. Craziness. So, to keep on with the other foolishness. So, I know we're, I'm, I know that I'm slightly older than you. Slightly. Slightly. I said it right. Slightly. Slightly. So, you remember the show The Real World? <laughs> I do. So, guess what? It's coming back. Oh, Lord. Like, like really coming back? Yeah. Like MTV? No, it's honestly going to be on Facebook. Oh, Jesus. Because, you know, Facebook is the new channel that everybody watches, i.e., the Red Table Talking, Will Smith, and with other stuff. That's your show. I know, my auntie, that auntie show. So, the real world is actually being rebooted. I know what I said that wrong, but who cares? And it's coming back on June 13th. So, it's actually set in Atlanta. Yay! Really? However, the casting has caused some controversy. So, ask me why. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so, being that it's set in Atlanta, guess how many black women are on this show? None. Exactly. Wow. None. Absolutely none. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so, okay. They bad people hate us, man. What happened? We'll keep going. So not even that. So in the spirit of trolling us, they do give us two African American men on two different spectrums. Uh huh. So let's play a game. What spectrum do you think both of these African American men are on? Um, I think. One is gay, one is straight. Okay, that's that's a plus. So, one of the car- one of the cast members, his name is Dundra. He's twenty five years old, and he's from your state of Texas. Mm-hmm. So, read his biography. Dundra is a staunch conservative Texan who's confident in expressing himself oh, in political. Girl, you could have stopped. He's a pansexual. As a pansexual. Dondre is on a journey of coming out and revealing his sexual orientation to his friends and family. Also a power Republican. This gives you further. He believes in the American dream. Also, <coughs> a Trump supporter. He's an advocate for the Second Amendment and even after losing his brother to gun violence. Dondre is still discovering what it is to be a black man in America. So let that marinate for a second. Let that marinate for a second. So, he's a pansexual Trump, black Republican Trump supporter. And he's still, and he's trying to find his way as a black man in America. Nah, fuck that, sissy. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. So, on the other end of the spectrum, so I I believe they actually went on Twitter and said, ooh, I know what kind of characters we gonna get. Right. So there's the other black guy, Justin. He's a hotel. Well, you know, but you know, hotels are a lot like Trump supporters in so many ways. We don't want to say that, but anyway, that's a that's a conversation for another day. But so, and you're actually right. He is a hotel. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he and I won't read his biography, but basically because, like you said, he's a hotel. <laughs> And he's from Georgia. He's from Georgia. So, I just feel like the real world went on Twitter and said, hey, I know what we're going to do. We went to black Twitter somewhat. 
okay, well, let me just grab these people and make a real world out of them. So I will admit, back in the day, I did want to be on the real world. Are you going to watch this bullshit? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. No, the only real worlds I like remember, like actually sitting down and watching, and I still don't remember like the episodes really, is Vegas um, in um, Chicago and New Orleans. So, Real World used to be, I will admit, back in the day was one of my favorite shows when it actually was real. Or when I say real, they actually had real people that when real people that actually had jobs mm-hmm. and they didn't base it off people with looks. Like, um, people that really got famous, like Tammy Roman came from Real World. Um, if you watch wrestling, The Miz came from Real World. And it was just like, it used to be one of the things, like, when I was, like, in my 20s that I wanted to be in the real world so bad. So nobody became famous from real world. Some people became famous. They became well-known. Coral? Coral? I said Tammy Roman is famous. She's on Basketball Wives. Coral. Coral. And, uh, Anissa. And, um, what was the, uh, the black dude who talked, I, I can't, I ain't gonna say talk like that, but he, like, was into like white chicks. He was so fond of me. Alton. Alton, yeah, that was his name. He was so fond of me. I'm sorry. And I remember the one from New Orleans when um David we were like double David D with with the horrible haircut. Yes, talk about double D double D double D. Won't you be my baby tonight? What was his T? He like white girls. Weird. He was he was kind of weird to me. So I actually googled him recently. I don't know why. Why? Girl, you was a bored bitch. Because I'm nosy. I'm like, where are they now? <laughs> so he's a he's actually a cook now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I was um. This is like way off topic, but I was uh talking to somebody the other day, and we was just uh noticed how a lot of porn stars are chefs. But you, but anyway, huh? there was just an observation that we had. Meanest person who was talking. I know one in particular, but I won't mention their name. It's a lot of them. But anyway, I one. <laughs> I mean, they got to do other stuff. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just an observation that we had made. That's all. And you, we, you just talking about that, and that popped in my mind. Uh, Good. I'm just gonna have people um coming at me. He's a chef. I wonder what the other people are doing. I know. I didn't even know the funny thing about it is, did you know the challenge still come on? I don't <laughs> The last challenge like that that I watched was that uh, Flavor of Love challenge when Miami won it. <laughs> that, that's the last, <laughs> last challenge like type of shit I watched. Do you remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. Like, listen, Flavor of Love and um, Love of New York, that shit was like so good. That was the epitome of reality TV. Like, Real World was cool, but the 2000s, early 2000s reality shows. Unbeatable. Unbeatable. Now they all just scripted, and you already know what they're going to (laughs) say. You already know the characters. You already know what character they're trying to play. Mm. Well, I have a question for you. It was something that I saw on my um no actually a uh a listener sent me this question and they asked me what is the most elaborate like outlandish lie a nigga has ever told you like why dating oh but not even dating while on a date, not just necessarily on a date, but just anybody that you were dealing with on a level that it was more than friends. Okay, so I've you I've, you said this question. I don't took that question and redid it a little bit, but that's what they said. Like, what's the most outlandish lie a nigga has ever told you? So, because you took you sent me this question earlier, and I had time to think, and I was like, "Ooh, all these niggas have lied to me. Which one has been the most elaborate?" <laughs> yeah. So. I have never shared the story a day in my life. This is exclusive shit. Mm-hmm. So, 
Do you remember the episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta where Sheree said, who's going to check me, boo? Mm-hmm. You remember that dude? Girl, don't tell me you. Girl, what, Jimmy? I, I went on a date with him. Back in the day. Before that show even came on. Did so, she blow up on you like she did, Sheree? No, but he gave me a good old lie. What happened? He gave me a good old lie. This dude told me that he was an Oscar. No, what? When he was a Grammy-winning producer. Girl, he thought she was a bum bitch. Like you didn't know nothing. So, <laughs> so, and the funny thing about it is because where I lived at at the time, which is like Sandy Springs, um, Roswell, Alpharetta, which is known for like affluent where the other affluent people affluent lived. So he had hit me up on, and this is way before um, Google, when you Google people and find out the real shit about them. So he's like, yo, I got these, I got, I want all these Grammys and stuff. I want to take you out on a date. I got a Jag, I got a Hummer, I got all this stuff. So I'm going to pick you up. That's a red flag right there. Niggas that got it don't be talking like that, but keep going. So, but keep in mind, I was young. So I was like maybe... 24 and this like my maybe my first year in Atlanta when I first moved to Atlanta. Oh girl, you was hot. So I was like, cool. So you know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> so I'm like, cool. Oh, he got a little bit of change. <laughs> so I'm yeah, like, was ready. Yeah, I was <laughs> ready. I was ready. He like, let me take you out to eat and stuff. I'm gonna take you to a fancy restaurant and stuff. I'm like, cool. Like dress nice. So at that time, I didn't have a car. He came and picked me up from my ho- from my um apartment. He pulled up in his Hummer, and he had this New York accent, which clearly he didn't have on the show, so I didn't know where that came from. And so I like, yo, where we going? We going to Papados? We going to um, Maggiano's? Do you know where the fuck we went to? Where? Fucking out. Oh girl, y'all girl, you could have took me to um. Whataburger or to some like we could have went and got some Chinese takeout or something before you took me to IHOP. So then we went to IHOP. He paid for my food. So I'm like, cool. I'm like, okay, at least you did that. So he like, yo, I'm gonna take you to my house. So I get to his house. He like, I'm gonna pull out the Grammys and stuff. Oh, he was all in with the lie. Yes. So he so he pulled out his Grammys and all this stuff. He pulled out great. He pulled out some Grammys. Yes. However, comma period. Shout out to my homeboy Frequency because that's something he would say. He went and engraved the Grammys himself. Like he went about replicas of the Grammys and engraved them. Oh lord. That's and I'm, that, that's outlandish. That's, that's elaborate like a motherfucker. So I was like, yo. That's psycho. That's psycho. So then. I'm like, why you had to lie? He was like, because I wanted some ass from you. I'm like, well, shit, you ain't get no ass from me now because you, shit, number one, you ain't get no ass anyway because you took my ass to IHOP. I can afford IHOP. Yeah. Like, listen. I, look, I can afford IHOP. I'm like, I don't understand. I'm 24. I can I can take my ass to IHOP anytime I want to. I thought we was going to Papa those or um, Atlanta fish market where you spend some coin because you you don't brag all this money that oh, I got this I got a Rolex I got this I get some Gucci shoes you come on a date with me I think I'm finna get some Gucci shoes mm. and so then when he get on the show I like this nigga a party planner and <laughs> and then so, went, so how long how long after was like y'all date before you after you saw him until you saw him on the show. Right. It was like maybe a few months later. Okay. Because I, that was the only time I went on that date with him. Because I was like, well, you ain't get no, if you ain't get no ass, we can't see each other. I'm like, okay, we guess we're going to be seeing each other. And so then what was oh. so, so then what was so crazy how he queened out on the show. Baby, she did that. So I was like, she did. I was like, wait a minute, nigga. This nigga done butched this up for me tomorrow. He had this deep red man, method man voice when he's met me. And somebody, yo, you gonna give me some ass, son? Then he gonna talk about, 
Girl, you know, I was like, oh, bitch. You, if you would, just imagine if you would have let him tap, and then you saw him on uh, TV. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> so, and, like, don't, and I'm like, so I'm going to say this. This is my disclaimer. <laughs> I, I have nothing against feminine guys at all. I, I'm against niggas that lie about their masculinity. No Mac on my back. Listen, I, I don't care. Listen, I, don't, I ain't finna walk into nowhere and, and girl, you, you high-fiving your girlfriends talking about you fuck me. No, ma'am. So it's just, that just threw me off. <laughs> it, it, that whole thing threw me off. So I was just like, oh, nah, nigga. You need to sit here and lie. So, which I, which is so strange to me in hindsight, how some niggas lie about shit like this to this day. That's, that's after. I don't have it on the top of that, girl. So I know somebody, I don't know some nigga that lied to you. I, I mean, yeah, I've had niggas lie, but the ones, I guess I can say the ones that, um, I can, like, I know that they were lies, and they know that they were lying, and they know that I know that they were lying, was, um, my ex, right? Mm-hmm. So, I was supposed to, you know, he, he, he stays in Dallas, I live, and I was living in Fort Worth, Arlington area, right? So, I was um, gonna go to, what was I supposed to go? I was supposed to go out I was going to go out for a little bit, have a drink, and then go to his house, right? So, I get to his house. I actually, he was out too, and we were supposed to meet up at his house. And he, uh, I text him, like, okay, I'm on my way. I get to his house, and I'm knocking on the door. I'm knocking on the door, Jimmy. His apartment is not, like, big at all. So, I knock on the door. And then I wait. I get in my car and I wait. And then as soon as I pull out the like apartment complex, my phone rings. He calls me. It's him. Where was he at? He said he was asleep. That's the lie they always say. Listen, he lucky he didn't open that motherfucking door. So then he, <laughs> so then I go I go home back to. Fort Worth, I'm heated. And he then he comes out to Fort Worth to my house. And like I shouldn't have let him in, but it was like dope. that was like so like he knew he had like you like you knew what was up. I don't know who was in there or what was going on. They didn't really give a fuck. You should have just told me you busy. Nigga, I could have went home or I you know what I'm saying? Like that's why, like, I, I'm so open, and niggas steal a lot of me. I don't know why. <laughs> I give niggas, I give niggas no reason a lot of me, and they still do. And that's the craziest thing about it because I'm the same way. I'm very open about a lot of things, but you had to ask me specifically about it. But they still will sit here and lie. How old were you when that happened? I was twenty, late twenties when that happened. Okay. And then also two things that stuck out with my ex that time when I just felt like he like really was like doing some crazy shit. So this was I was we was young then. I was like twenty-three, twenty-four, and my car had broke down and he had two cars, so I used his car for like a whole week. And then so in the center console one day I won't even snoop it or nothing, anything. I just open it up to put something in there. And it was some condoms in there. And I was like, we use condoms, yeah, but we don't fuck in the car. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you have your own place. I have my own place. Like, there's condoms there. Like, you would never need a reason to transport condoms. Then, reason why I know it was some, like, you, like, probably fucking randoms and shit was it was different brands. So, you stopping off at corner stores and shit and buying condoms and shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Wait, like, wait, wait. Listen, so, he had bought some Rough Riders? They're, like, there were different brand type of condoms. It wasn't, like, it was just a one pack or whatever. So, you know, they were, like, he had been, like, 
ain't stopping at you know what I'm saying at different stores would have taken him out or whatever. I don't know what he's doing with the rest of them, but just like it was different kinds. Did you ever confront him? Yeah. What was what did he say? What did he tell me? He told me that they t- he told me they were his brothers. That's what he told me. Child, that's the lie they always say too. Your brother, a, a grown ass man. Using condoms in your car. I can see it was just your little brother, 16, 17 years old, but your brother grown, grown, growner than us. Ugh. Stop it. Lies Stop that it. Mm, mm, mm. Niggas is like, mm. but I'm sure I've been lied to other times. I just either didn't give a fuck or didn't give a fuck. I mean, I, I I I probably didn't give a fuck enough to notice because uh, like when I I tweeted this today, uh, a lot of stuff that makes like people jealous and stuff like that that makes my dick hard. And I meant that that's I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you about that because I saw that tweet, but I didn't <laughs> see the but I didn't I didn't see the um the the I guess what's the word I'm looking for the source of the tweet that makes sense like what made you say that like what was the beginning part of that. What did I see? So I saw something. I'm sure I saw something on my timeline that made me tweet that. But I just don't like get like jealous. Like, like jealous what, what? turns me on. Like the stuff that would make other people jealous. Like, like what? Like, like what? Um. Oh, w- w- okay. I know why I saw that made me uh, tweet that. Somebody said that um they'll be turned on by somebody telling them. That they slept with their boyfriend or something like that, and I was like, oh, okay, that might that's never happened to me, but that might turn me on too. <laughs> wait, because, no, wait, because wait. I mean, because I'm I'm gonna already know, like, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, you had to clarify that. I'm like, so it's like some random person told you that they slept with your boyfriend and that turns you on. No, you know what I mean. Okay. Cause I thought, cause I, I was like, oh, I had that happen. Somebody, somebody says like I slept with your boyfriend, but my boyfriend didn't tell me that. But I found out through it. I've had niggas. I had one dude send me a um message on Jack, tell me stop fucking his boyfriend, and I was like, first of all, I ain't fuck nobody off this app. I need to take my pictures down because I really just use this app to find weed when I'm out of town. Um, <laughs> we'll bleep that out. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just I really um yeah, a dude had hit me up on Jack and was like, uh, could you stop fucking my boyfriend? And I didn't even I just I I replied, huh? And that's it. And I was like, cause I don't know what I don't fuck people's boyfriends. I really I, that's one thing I don't do. I don't fuck like people that's in relationships and people that are involved and. And it's not that I just have uh, more morals than like other people. Y'all have heard this shit, <laughs> but I just um, I just don't have to, you know. So I have a confession to make. You love fucking people that's involved, that's attached. Back in the day, I did. Why? So the funny thing, so so which is so crazy because. My views on relationship I saw from my parents. My views on certain things. Mm-hmm. So, especially when it comes to relationships like that. So, back in the day, if you had a boyfriend, if you had a girlfriend, it was cool. I was cool with that. Because, go ahead and get a headache to them. I'm not, I don't have an obligation to your boyfriend or your girlfriend. That's, you, that's on them. But, what was so odd to me is the dudes that would treat me like they side piece, they would end up leaving their boyfriends or girlfriends for me. And you and you would let it happen. I would let it happen, but then check this shit out. I would I would break up with them. You girl, see, you listen, karma is on your ass, bitch. And I know I karma comes for me, but goddamn bitch, she coming for your ass. And I think karma <laughs> I think karma has has come for me because that's why I haven't been <laughs> haven't been in a relationship. But the funny thing about it is because I remember like one of my 
mentors when I was younger told mm-hmm. me this. Because I had like issues, I used to have issues with dudes hitting me up. They had boyfriends or girlfriends. And I remember being like maybe young and crying to this mentor, which I still talk to today. I'm like, I can't believe he wanna talk to me. He had a boyfriend. Why can't believe he did that? So his was that words to me, which still stuck still struck with still speaks with me to this day, but I don't believe that now. He was like, Well, you're not responsible for his girlfriend or his boyfriend. He is. You don't owe you don't owe his girlfriend or boyfriend no explanation. He does. So if they confront you, which they have, it's like I have I don't owe you no I don't owe you no explanation. I don't owe you no obligation because I'm not obligated to you. It's your boyfriend, so you need to take that up with your nigga. So cut to present day. I don't believe that. I, I to this day, I don't believe that. I don't know that kind of trait was wrong. Mm-hmm. But once pe- you know, when people tell you that and teaching that, and you're in your formative years, you thinking it's like, okay, that's legit. Now, I still have people that got boyfriends hit me up and got wives and husbands hit me up to my y'all want to fuck you, I want to fuck you. I'm like, nah, nigga. <laughs> I'm like, nah, because I'm like, I'm not being number two. Like I'm so most of my relationships that I have been in, I will admit I was like number two. They would leave their boyfriends and girlfriends and get with me, and we would date for a little bit. But I then I would break up with them because I'm like shit. I already know how this gonna come because you're gonna find a new nigga that you're gonna cheat on, cheat on, and you're gonna leave me for the new nigga. That's I just never been like. Mm-hmm. That's never been, never been. I used to always say, um, cause I, I say I've never, um, I've never slept with a married man and people, you know, say, well, how you know they was married? Cause I always say, cause, uh, married men, that's the first thing they tell you that they like, they, they waste no time telling their business. Right. Married India niggas, them niggas gossip like women. Well, gossip like men cause men gossip. So I shouldn't say like women. <laughs> they, I'll get what you say. I'll, they get what you try to say, y'all. <laughs> you know the. Anyways, <laughs> go ahead, child. Tell the story because I want we want to know what story about how the the, the married man done told you that he ain't leaving his wife with you, but our relationship is complicated. Uh, day never happened to me. Oh. Okay. I have had a conversation, girl. I have had those conversations. What? Yes. That's just to see, listen. Mm-mm. But and and the crazy thing about it is, and I don't think I ever. So I think I may have mentioned this on one. Oh wait, I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, I just remember. So I did have this one dude that lied to me and and um told me who lied to me and tell me he had a boyfriend and me and him had been fucking. And so I don't know why, but one day the, he decided to tell me when the day that I was literally I was fleeting, getting ready to go see him. He told me like, "Hey, I got a boyfriend. Like, we got to cut this off." I was like, <laughs> "Bitch, pie in my face!" It's like, it, well, first of all, if you would have told, I, I didn't tell him this, but I'm like, okay, see, if you would have told me this, this would have never even happened. Mm-mm-mm. That is crazy. So I have another story to tell, <laughs> which is so which it coincides with this. So I remember dating this guy, and I remember I didn't meet him off. And the crazy thing, I think I had met him offline, but he had worked around the corner for me. This is when I was in Alabama, attractive, tall, and everything. I was like, okay, cool. So, but we had just like started talking we never had sex or any stuff we were just like talking flirt and he would like give me a little money and all that stuff because you know i was young and you know break me off look a little piece of change i'm cool so i remember being invited to this guy's house like his friend came from out of town like a friend came from out of town and they invited me up for thanksgiving so i went to the house so guess who house it was oh the dude that i was talking to from the store, from that I met. Oh, Lord. 
So then on top of all that, I didn't know he was actually married to a man at the time. And his husband and his husband was there at the house too. And yeah, all y'all just in there. And I didn't say nothing. I played it off. He looked shocked. I bet he did. And the husband and the friend didn't have. They didn't know what was going on. So I, just, you know, say I've always been the type of person. I can, I know my. I play my position. I know what how to play this off. So and see, that's a, that that is important if you're gonna be doing that type of shit. Play your position. You know, you ain't um. You know you ain't there, so just 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 pay your part, like right. So I played it cool, but then I don't think so. Oh, this is the early days, the early text messages day. So I remember, but as we were going on, so I had went home. He had texted me, like I said, early text messages. Yo, I can't believe you showed up with my best friend. Why would you do that? I like, well, why you didn't tell me you was married? Yeah. So. So then he was like, well, come back. So come to the store tomorrow. I'm going to hook you up. All right. So you're going to bring me up some money. So which he did. So he hooked me up with a, he bought me a phone. See, let me see this. Money. He gave me like some money every, in my, I was in college. So uh-huh. he bring up like, like $200 every week. Brought me a phone and all this stuff. So I'm like, I've... go ahead. No, I, I've never been able to like. I've been offered things, of course, but I just never been able to like accept stuff, or especially like I don't even know how to like even begin to like have that conversation with like tricks. Let's call them what they are. Like I don't even know how to begin to have that conversation. Like how do you like? I don't know. Do, what what do you say? Like I don't know how to. I don't know how to ask for money. So the the so the thing about it is. That I think I told you earlier that I this was the era of me learning. Like I was like 22, 23, and I was listening to like Trina fights around Lil Kim, so I already knew how to ask for the money. Oh Jesus! And so, but at the same time, I knew oh, that I had my, my own gosh. shit too. So, oh, <laughs> so I was like, okay, since 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 I since I'm be the since I was gonna be the side piece. You had to buy my silence. Oh gosh. So and which they did, and I never really offered it. I never even had to even say they're like, "Yo, this is what I'm gonna give you." So let me give you this. Let me give you this two hundred dollars, which at the time broke out a student. Two hundred dollars a week is a lot. I could trust that all month. They like so. Like I'm gonna get you. Let me buy you a phone. Let me get you a phone because at that time I had a prepaid phone. So he got me a phone. He had wrote out a check for a thousand dollars for my rent. And see, I just, I just be scared. Like people gonna be like, won't like be feeling like they like, I guess in a way own you, like. And it, and the crazy like, thing is that it, that's how I actually felt in hindsight. It like, was I wanna be able to broke. do like, like oh you control me and it's like that's not the case. Like you still can't. I mean, if you wanna give me money, cool, but you can't tell me what to do. And that was my that was my attitude as well. Like you can give me this money, but I'm still gonna do what the hell I want to do. So, and, and I guess ain't nobody going for that. That's giving you money, right? Like, like I I just I just don't know how to be a kept bitch. And so, the, <laughs> and the crazy thing about it is, I wasn't I was kept, but then I still had my own little money as well. And so I remember him buying this gift for me for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Because it was like Thanksgiving couple weeks. He like, yo, come to the house. I got your gift. The married man was inviting you to his house. Yes, I got your oh, gift. Uh-huh. So and I you was going. Yes. <laughs> you trash ass bitch. Not playing. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. So he had bought, and I can't. I think I forgot what he bought, but it was like a strawberry ass gift. So I remember. Him saying, so you gonna suck daddy's dick now, which at the time I'm like, you paid for him, so I'm gonna suck your dick. Yeah. That man husband should have pulled up in the driveway, came in there and started beating up y'all with a bat. I know. He should have, but he did. <laughs> <laughs> but keep going. He did. So I remember I remember sucking his dick in the kitchen. Girl. Oh, Jimmy. It gets- and so 
I don't know what it was. It was like it, it, I think it was like a watch or a watch or a bracelet or something. And it's some more money in in that box. So I was like, okay, cool. So then I kind of figured as okay, every dude that I have been second to or been the side piece to, I've been bought off, so to speak. Like matter of fact, and I would I would not mention this person's name, but I I can tell you it was a famous dude back in the day that I used to mess with. Still quiet. <laughs> you know, I, there was this one guy that I used to mess with. He um had went through. He was actually just divorced, like recent divorce, to where like he he had the house, she moved out. And their house still had a woman's touch to it, and that bothered me. Cause I can I can go in a house and know it don't have to be like like feminine, but I can tell when a woman lives there. Is there. Yes, I can tell. You know, I can tell a house that has a woman's touch to it, and it's even though she didn't live there anymore, it still had that. Like, and it, I just I I still I was uncomfortable. Like it was crazy. And so the crazy, and you know, and like you said earlier, that karma comes back to you. I think karma has beat me. You think so? Yeah. Just because you ain't in a relationship, that ain't karma, girl. It's not. It's not even that. It's just that even relationships that I've been in wasn't that great, for real. Yeah. And then it's just like because you, you, because you, with me being used to being the side piece, I'm like, damn. Is my boyfriend or my lover cheating on me and I don't even know about it? Is he breaking off them some money? Because I was that person. So then, also, I'm looking at... <laughs> at the time, and, and the crazy thing, at, at the time, when I was doing that, I was going through my own little personal struggle. And mm-hmm. so now it's kind of like... Mm, because mm-hmm. I did all that, am I, am, am I actually relationship material now? If that makes sense. Speaking of sucking dick in the kitchen, where's the <laughs> worst the worst the worst place you've had sex? I wouldn't say the worst. It it, it could could have been hot to you, but other people would have been like, or just the most like go back to the elaborate or outlandish or off the wall. Yeah, off the wall. I'm scared to say this because people want to look at me crazy. But. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the sanctuary of the church. Oh God, Jimmy, no, no. Yes, I don't even go to church like that. But still, no. Yes. <laughs> oh God, we gotta. I, I was twenty-two. Like, a, like you know the crazy thing about it. I did a lot of wild shit. We're gonna let that shit sit right there. I did a lot of wild shit. In my twenties, and now I have two. But it's like, damn, it's like, why were you doing this shit at twenty two? Well, I have fucked in a car when I was like twenty one, twenty two, and we didn't realize we were like in a church parking lot, like in Third Ward, like we were across the street from like their dorms or whatever, and we didn't realize we were on a church parking lot. But anyway, what were you finna say? That's not the worst place though for me, but keep going. So, and I probably need to pray this. I probably need to pray this away because I think this may be the reason why I'm cursed. So I remember us, Lord, forgive me, and the church people forgive me. I remember us having sex on the communion table. Oh, okay. Do you want to edit this part out? No, because I'm gonna just keep it in. I'm just being. I'm being real. <laughs> I'm like this, I'm like I said I was and like at the time I was 22 and I think he had to be like 33 and he was the deacon of the church. <laughs> and I and the crazy thing about it is I didn't know he was the deacon of the church and I cuz I didn't go to the church. Mm. Well, I, for me I wouldn't say there are worse places but they're like odd places. Um I remember um the dude who I talked about 
one previous episode about who uh, randomly showed up at my gate talking about he at my gate. Mm-hmm. Him. So he's he's not married or anything or not or never been married, but he has two kids that he's always had custody of. And um, his sister used to come in his house, come to his house. And so we used to always fuck at his house all the time. But then, like, it was a couple times when he had his sister there and his kids there. They were in the room sleep or whatever. But was, we still can go into his room and fuck. So one night, we fucked on the bed of his truck parked in his garage. That shit was so fucking hot. All right, Enrique Cruz. Bitch, when I tell you that was some of that, that was one of the hottest sessions I've ever had. Then the one time, the same situation, kids would sleep or whatever. We come fuck in the house because we get loud or whatever. And we went outside and fucked underneath the trampoline. Ooh, why y'all didn't do on the trampoline? That's not comfortable. Uh, that's and then, like somebody would look out the window and saw us. They would like defeat the whole purpose of. What we trying to hide? I'm trying to hide. <laughs> so, so I do have this question. So, one question that I do have, and think about this for a second. Mm-hmm. What was the one relationship that you learned a lot from that kind of changed the way you look at relationships and how you do relationships now? I can only say that I've been in one relationship, maybe two, mm-hmm. two relationships. Um, so my longest relationship was six years and I can say that I learned the most from that one. The the guy who I was just talking about, the whole condoms in the car and not answering his door thing. Um, I learned a lot because we met when we were young like early 20s and you know i just talked to him today and like we, to keep in contact. Wow. yeah and so um he's always been just he was always more responsible than me and if y'all don't know this um because y'all just know a lot about my sex life and fucking and shit but when it comes to dating i am attracted to guys who are smarter than me um, not necessarily nerdy or geeky guys. I attract those type of guys, but like guys who are just like you know intelligent. Like you have to be. If I'm a seriously date you, you have to be smarter than me, as smart or smarter than me. Um, yeah. So I learned like I didn't really learn anything from him because I'm a pretty smart guy myself. Mm-hmm. But I like like learned stuff. I learned like money management skills. Okay. Because he was like really, really good at that, and just learned um, how not to be like cheap with certain things. This may sound like really odd, but it's really small stuff that I really took. <laughs> like, go ahead and spend money up front on stuff so you don't gotta keep buying stuff over and over again. Like, I learned that from him. That that may be like like really Brian, but that's really small. But it really works and it saved me a lot of money. Um, he made me more aware to like um what's going on like in the world. Okay. A little bit made me a little bit more worldly. Um, so I guess the question the question that I was asking, you know, those are good qualities and stuff. Like, so what do I, you? I don't, I don't have any bad ones. No, 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 no. That's not it. Like, what did you take, like, so when you, from what you learned from him and your relationship with him, so what did you, do you still carry those rules or lessons? Oh, oh, oh okay, so, so I, I guess those are personal things. I guess you mean what would I learn from our relationship? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. shit, I'm, I'm, shit, I'm so selfish, I'm thinking about the, <laughs> um, okay, so what did I learn that could help me in another relationship? Or that have helped you? Like a lot of people in um, relationships fall due to communication. Just communicate. Be better communicators. Um, just be open about what you really want. Um, 
even though we do love each other, um, I think that we weren't sexually compatible. Mm-hmm. Even though we um, we had good sex though, but I feel like we was compatible in every other way except for that way, and that didn't really hold things off. Maybe I get into it in detail maybe later on or something, but it just was a um, what am I trying to say? Because no, I have a question. Like, so why weren't why why in your opinion weren't y'all sexually compatible? Um, I really wasn't um into bottoming um when we first met. And we dated for like two years before we had sex for the first time. Like I, I feel like not feel like I know like we genuinely like fell in love with each other and like you know all that bull crap. And so sex was never a big deal for us. But I do not feel I know that both of us was having sex like with other people like outside of it, but not discussing it. Okay. And I feel like why keep that secret when we know that's what we're doing. Like, that's, I mean, we don't, that's, that may, may be odd, but that works for us. Like, we, we enjoy each other in every, every other way. Like, why do we have to not be together? Because we're not sexually compatible. We can get that other places. And you know what's so funny to me? Not necessarily funny, but you know what's so, um, I guess I can say funny. Like, what is so odd to me? That's the word I'm looking for. Is that a lot of people don't understand that sexual incompatibility? I said that correctly. Shout out to me. Um, it's one of the key factors that why some relationships it's important in most relationships, but it's really not because I know people that are in loving relationships they're not necessarily having sex, but they enjoy each other's company, they enjoy everything else. Right. That listen that 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 can like overrule everything. I'm telling you because I've been in that situation for six years. Where like, yeah, but I feel like in leaving that relationship, it made me more open about me sexually. You know what I'm saying? It made me uh, be more open about what I want when it comes to like sex and stuff with people that I date. You know, I let people know I'm a freak. I let people know, you know, my sexual past, you know, stuff like that. So this is me. I don't think my ex really knew all the stuff that I would not necessarily had done, but would like to have gotten into. And I didn't really start experimenting until, like, we broke up. Like, sex party sets and stuff, I didn't start doing that shit to me and my ex broke up. Oh, wow. And I wanted to, like, and I had had something that I always thought about doing or whatever, and just never never did it. So I'm we're gonna so we're gonna put up we're gonna have a part two to this conversation because it's running long and I feel like I'm rambling I don't know how this so shit you, actually, you know to believe it or not you actually gave a good ins- insight on a lot of things because uh, we you touched on a lot of stuff that I know a lot of people are dealing with as far as their relationships now as far as like the companionship versus not having sex with each other et cetera et cetera et cetera yeah so we definitely gonna continue part two of this probably on the next episode because I know I have some stories of my own and some other ideas and not I guess theories on my for myself. So right. so with that said, as we get up ready to wrap this show up, um who are you shooting your shot to this week? So I have one this week. My I'm going to shout out a straight porn star by the name of <laughs> Mr. Throat Monster. This motherfucker is, I subscribe to his OnlyFans, and he got a video of where he, he's like playing in his booty hole a little bit. Like, that shit is so hot. Let me tell you. And he's tall and slim. And oh my God. <laughs> Go check out Mr. Throat uh, Monster, y'all, on um, 
Twitter. He's on Twitter at Mr. Throatmonster. Don't be acting all silly in that man mentions. Because I remember uh, I had uh, I was chatting with this one uh, SoundCloud rapper in the DMs or whatever. And one day he tweeted something and I quoted his retweet and the girls just pounced in his DMs and he unfollowed me. Not I mean they pounced in his mentions and he unfollowed me. <laughs> child, child. <laughs> I'm I'm at the name alone, I'm like, child. Um This shit was so funny though. I laughed when it happened though, because I mean, the girls was like they they went in. <laughs> they was on it. That was funny though. I want you to think. So mom, I'm, su- I'm giving a shout out to and it's not black excellence for a change. Hallelujah. Um I'm shooting my shout out to to a good follower of mine, Mr. Lou Cypher. Um, give him a shout out because he's trying to break that, that cigarette habit and he can't. But it's okay. I still support you. So shout out to him. All it takes is a week. Just that first week for me was like hard. After that, gravy. All right. So with that said, as we get ready to close this episode out, we definitely will come back to part two next episode about our relationship chaos with that said make sure you hit us up at oh fuck not me you oh. know, at at punk's pod go yeah go ahead at punk's pod is the uh, <laughs> <laughs> hit us up on twitter bitches uh my personal twitter is uh at wisdom underscore stature my freak twitter is at bust <laughs> and, and mine is at grabyourjimmy at grabyourjimmy not dot com but at grabyourjimmy and so reach out to us talk to us and tell us how you feel and also send us your relationship questions because we're definitely gonna do episode two part two to this for our um next episode so with that said talk to you later and thank y'all for listening I gotta stop doing it cause it's not like I'm calling a dog huh and not kissing <laughs> Uh, bye. <laughs> bye. Get your ass off my phone.